We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And we are here at Pop Century at Walt Disney World right now. And we have two very special guests with us, Doug. We have Michelle and Alex. And we did some food and wine on this trip. We did. But right now we're sitting in your room at Pop Century with um, our beverages for the evening from the very lovely Petals Pool Bar. Yes, the Petals Pool Bar. Not as great as food and wine, but pretty good. So it's the only thing open at 8.45 at night at Disney World. So that's how we are finishing the night as it rains outside. But food and wine this year honestly exceeded my expectations compared to years past. I thought with COVID was not going to be as efficient and honestly, I thought it was really good festival. What do you think, Doug? I ate a lot of food, but let's see what our experts think. Alex, you're kind of the food and wine connoisseur. What did you think of this year compared to year, previous years? Uh, so first of all, we went on a Sunday, not typically when you should go, but we went because that's what felt uh, correctly for our schedule. My wife was with us, and so she was leaving. So Sunday was the day we chose to visit uh less booths better options i think was probably the consensus for my visit this year lower park hours too i would say that would probably be the biggest difference between that and la- and other years because i didn't see a lot more crowds um things were spaced out more but the lines moved fast might have seemed overwhelming at first but the lines moved fast yeah i thought you'd be in that mexico line for like 2 hours but it wasn't two hours no what i really liked is the digital they're like not doing cash at all so i could just tap my credit card and go and that was wonderful for me you can now use a chip card at disney world disney made it to 2015 yeah but i didn't like how they didn't have the booklets i like the booklets mm-hmm. you know and and you, you you get it you know they're saving money and you don't want things that you're going to be touching and but i didn't you know, so everything was digital. You could QR code was on every menu board, but I, I like the tangible thing with the stickers because you know, you know, it's as rope drop fashion, right? You want to make sure you complete everything as fast as possible. But I, yeah. I didn't like not having the the book the booklet. That's a good point. But I definitely did eat more this year than I did previous years. That's for sure. We did a really good job of eating around the world, and with the park hours where it opens at eleven, you can just go straight on in to food and wine and not feel really weird about eating too early or anything. So let's talk about how we started our day. Well, Alex, you're the first one. You hit the first booth of the day. For me, we always hit World Showcase uh, coming from Future World. You always go clockwise, Mexico first. And so for us, uh, I guess to start off uh, our day properly with an aperitif, we started with the Shimmering Sips which is the champagne booth. Uh, we did not get the plant-based banana bread, but uh, got the tropical um, 
mimosa, which is essentially pog. You get pog at uh, at um, Ohana for breakfast, or used to be able to get at Ohana for breakfast, and Kona for or Kona for breakfast, and at um, Boma for breakfast, and then also the blood orange, which were both great ways to start off the day. Then we hit uh, so you go. Clockwise went to the islands of Caribbean, which was open, which hasn't been open uh, every day. So it's always, uh, I think it's open on the weekends. We ended up getting the empanada, which was fantastic. It's a a repeat. I really enjoy the empanada. But you guys started where? Mexico? Yeah, we started in Mexico. I had a mango margarita that was phenomenal. Would kill you, Doug. So I took that bullet for you. I mean, it was not that good. You're not missing out. Mm -hmm. No, it was good. The ribeye taco was really good but way overpriced for like a six dollar taco that i could get for a buck 20 uh where i'm from so but it was really good i just had a regular margarita because i'm regular (laughs) i don't i'm not regular i'm not i don't try a lot of things so even if you don't want to try a lot of you know new things you can still get some some basic things uh you know to go around at the at food and wine this year I saw the size of that taco, so I jumped ship from the uh, you did you left Mexico me. line. I was like, see ya, and I didn't want to walk all the way over to the Caribbean to get the empanadas. I've had those before, and they're fantastic. Thought I'd try something new, so I got the Impossible Burger, and I'm I'm good. I'm not gonna eat another. It was nice. It's a slider size, and when you bite into it, it has this orangish color. And I thought, well, that's cooked really weird. Like it wasn't finished, and I remember, oh, it's not really beef. It can be orangish pink, and I'm not going to die. And they put a lot of stuff on it to cover the flavor of not the flavor. <laughs> that was my decision. Not I'm, Yeah, I, I like beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it, somebody would love it, though. Just not me. All right, then we started making our way around the world. And I think, Alex, you kind of had the next booth up. Yeah, we we also did the ribeye taco. And for people, uh, the, Earth, the Earth Eats where Doug got the Impossible Burger, it's not in Future World anymore. It's actually on World Showcase. It's in between the, I guess, the entry, the gateway to, and in between that and Mexico. So they don't have any more booths in uh, Future World anymore. Yeah. And so we... Kept walking. There was a line to get into the Mexico Pavilion, so we didn't go into Mexico. Little did we know that line meant nothing. Yeah. That line was silly. And so uh, I think the next was we ended up stopping. We skipped the Alps, What? and we skipped China. The line for China was very long. Uh, China we've done the past couple years. It's the same bao bun, and uh, maybe it's a dumpling. And then the Alps, it was the same from last year. The rack, the yeah. And so we did the peri peri shrimp from Africa, and that was probably my favorite dish of the whole uh, festival. I thought it was very spiced, really, really well. Uh, five big, pretty sh- big shrimp. Uh, I thought it was a great dish. Where did you guys go? We went to Germany right after that, and that's that's where things got interesting for me. Oh, are you going to share the story? I mean, why not? I'll be an open book. Went to Germany. Michelle and I got the strudel, which was really good and, like, really big. I've gotten the strudel in the past. It's a repeat. Um, and it was good. But it was – the base layer was really tough, and I was struggling with a fork. And I will just stop telling the story there. You guys can carry on. 
I don't know. There was a loud crunch. I didn't know what I was eating. Then I realized part of the fork was missing, and I swallowed it. Doug ate a fork while at Food and Wine this year, and he hadn't even drank anything yet. A tiny little smidgen of a fork. I didn't eat a whole fork. It's a prong. You ate a prong. Not the whole prong. Just three-fourths of a prong. (laughs) Not even that much. Like like You're going to get the point in the end. (laughs) Oh, so yes, we have been teasing Doug constantly all day for uh, eating part of a fork, and you can too. So thank you for sharing that to all yeah. of our listeners. Uh, it's it's definitely a highlight. It might be the highlight of the trip right now, or at least food and wine, because uh, I didn't even know that was on the menu. It but wasn't. you definitely, you guys, that that was big. Do you feel like that was worth the strudel? Was worth the price? Yeah, the, the strudel was. The fork wasn't. <laughs> they changed up their forks. They break easily. They did. Just heads up. They break easily. Yeah, because now they're touchless, and so they kind of jet out at you. So I do you really admire Disney pull for... them out instead of them falling into the tray. We, everybody grabs in there. Like, I've never liked that. You pull the end out. So there's all these weird little barbs that hold it in, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but they don't taste very good. Well, good to know. Good to know. Th- listeners, just don't eat a fork. And if you do, definitely tag Doug in any post. No. But we really hope you don't. Yeah. Uh, just be careful. There you go. We- learn from Doug's mistakes. Michelle, how was the strudel? It was delicious. It was great. Get the strudel. Yeah, get the strudel. Apple strudel. Delicious. All right, where'd we go from there? We're starting getting we about halfway through. Baklava. Was oh, that where we got the baklava? No. We we skipped Spain. They have the same charcuterie mm-hmm. cone and paella. Then Italy. Italy is always, it, yeah. The reviews on Italy have just been negative. Um, and then I think the next is the American Adventure. And so you guys ended up going to Regal Eagle. Yeah. Well, I got the baklava before. Yeah. That was, yeah. After. That was after. No, that was right before I thought it. Oh. We- Oh well, it's still terrible. Yeah. So that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah. There you go. Never mind. Yeah. We'll Let's get there. Regal Eagle. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk Regal Eagle on the show, but it was still a good barbecue. It was. It was yeah. good. It was tasty. Tender. There you go. Yeah. And then no, American Adventures hops, hops and barley. It's the same uh, lobster roll again, which always gets uh, rave reviews. Um, and then they have the seafood boil, which I. I guess it's good. I, that's not something I would want to eat at food and wine. I, just you seem messy, and so and they have the, the carrot cake. And so but we were uh, looking forward to, to something different. So we didn't stop it at the American Adventure. Where did we end up going after that? That'd be Morocco. Yeah, well, that's Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got the hummus fries. My wife was with us, and that's what she wanted. A perfect. Uh, very spicy, unique dish, right? Not something you're going to find anywhere. Uh, you know, I thought that was a great dish and you guys decided to dessert again. Well, I really wanted the baklava. Chocolate. I, it was chocolate, chocolate and, you know, in a doughy dish and it was hard. And I think it was made back in March when the parks closed <laughs> and they just kind of frozen. I don't think it was frozen ever in March. Yeah, it was. It seemed like there would be a better option if you would have went to just the regular. The um, regular baklava looks way better than that. Like not the food and wine version, the yeah. regular one. Yeah, I think so. there's like four different places to get it in World Showcase every day of the year, maybe just three. 
but that was not worth the money because we just took like two or three bites we couldn't take anymore i couldn't finish it the best part is we had a bunch of uh, our followers on instagram actually say and agree that that is the worst thing that they've eaten so thank you for telling us after we tried it uh so you can learn from our mistakes if you haven't yet and some of our listeners as well the baklava is not good at all save the calories for something else all right what is the next booth up that we want to so we Japan, I got outvoted. I wanted the frothy ramen, which I had last year. Really, yes, really yes. loved and uh, refreshing. The weather, we actually lucked out. It was overcast all day, which actually made it nice to kind of tour around. Hopefully, when you guys visit, you'll get the, you know, the same weather. It was, it was actually really nice. So we ended up going to France. Uh, we skipped Brazil. Uh, didn't want the cheese cheese bread, and we ended up going to France. Uh, got the escargot. My wife got the La Vie en Rose uh, Frosé. Uh, both were excellent. Michelle, uh, you guys yeah, I got... Yeah, I got the duck. And I ate it all by myself because it yeah. was delicious. And um, yeah, it was gravy and mashed potatoes and, and duck. And it was very moist and delicious. Was it orange? Delicious. Was it no, orange flavor? It brown. No, oh, not the yes. color, the flavor. <laughs> yeah. The flavor, was it? Yes, it was. Duck confit a l'orange, yes. Okay, so. just making sure it was the orange, like actual oranges, the fruit. You could have had a taste, but you... You forced me to have a taste. You're like, oh. this is so good, you have to try this. And I, didn't get, I didn't get a taste, so I was sitting there like a puppy waiting for a, uh, you know, a little bit of scraps, nothing. That shows you how good it was if Michelle finished it. It was... Yeah. Way better than the duck on the cruise ship because I get duck on the cruise a lot, and because they have that duck all orange as an appetizer on one menu and a main course on another, I think, and that was way better in the France booth. And it was a good portion too, so yeah, it was good. It was a good. It, I, yeah, at this point, I think you, there wasn't other than maybe the baklava. I I wouldn't complain about anything. There's pl- there's tons of tables around, and so there's plenty of places like. Epcot, right, they have do a really good job. The distancing, the markers, everything at that point felt great, you know. And so when you guys visit, definitely, you know, go go to Food & Wine, enjoy Epcot. It's, it's certainly a positive experience. Yeah, we joke around on the show quite a bit about Doug and his trash can pictures because that's the only place you can put food. But I was I was surprised that we were able to get a table as often as we were. We always had a table the whole time, I think. Uh, there was way many. There's way more tables than there's ever been, you know. I don't know if they're just they've cleared out some of the stuff or there's just less people or less they, booths. Yeah. So the space some booths would yeah. take up, they exactly. filled in with tables. Yeah. And the tables were not on top of each other. They were distant, at least six to ten feet. Most of the time. I know some people might worry about safety, and I honestly felt like we were always at least six feet away from everybody else. I I felt really good about this year's food and wine with everything that's going on. Yeah, and you're always worried about people, you know, walking and boozing and drinking and never saw that anywhere and didn't see any any of the typical rowdy, you know, drinker bell, you know, guests. You know, out at Food and Wine, I thought thought it was fun. I I was waiting for Doug. You know, Doug took a little while to get drinking there. Yeah. Did I? I don't know that I had a drink. No, you may have not. You you got the food, not the wine part. Just the Diet Coke for me that day. So where do we end up after we're going on the backside? So France, there's uh, there, there's no more Ireland, right? And then the oh. UK, we tried to do the Turkish Delight um, challenge. Oh, no, yep. Yep. And COVID then, killed the Turkish Delight. 
COVID yeah. killed yeah. it. Yeah. Sorry, Epic Disney Escape. I know you girls uh, listen to this. We tried. We tried to do the Turkish challenge and couldn't. And so if you are trying to do that right now, they just Sorry. don't have any at all. So we went to World Showplace, right? Perfect, you know, inside, four booths in there. Uh, you know, Hat Lady was in there playing piano, so nice ambiance, all spread out, bathrooms. Uh, I, and I thought that was probably a, a great end to, you know, almost all the way making all the way around World Showcase. Yeah. Huge highlight. That was great. And air-conditioned, that was fantastic. Tons of tables. There was not too many people in there. If there was chairs, we'd probably still be in there. And we all kind of got the same thing. Let's talk about the cake pops because that is definitely a huge highlight for me. Uh, Wow. And Doug, you got a few extra ones that you could have gave to a listener at this point. It would have thought out. So it's the nitro dipped cake pop. So they freeze it in liquid nitrogen, which is if you've never had anything frozen in liquid nitrogen, it's fantastic. It just, I don't know what it does to the flavors, but it makes it magical. Um, well, I, there was three different cake pops, and so I thought, well, I'll get one of each. Assuming they're... The cake so. pop size. Like, you go to Starbucks, and it's like two bites, and it's gone. So I thought... And plus, food and wine, some things are tiny, like that taco earlier, right? These were massive. They're the biggest cake pops I've ever seen in my life. And they're so chocolatey. So chocolatey. It was a hockey puck size of pure chocolate goodness. It highlight for sure this year and it was only four dollars yeah that was michelle did you like the hockey puck size cake pop yeah it was not what i expected i expected the little one you can get at like a coffee shop and this one was huge and really moist so yeah they were mickey shaped you know mickey mouse so not hockey puck but <laughs> oh. yeah but so required, well i did have three of them so i could have made a mickey yeah a fail so one was plain chocolate one was twix one was m&m's they were all fantastic. Uh, you, the nitro they do at the dessert parties. Please let them bring back the dessert yeah. parties. But it's a it, it was excellent. My favorite thing is I didn't get a picture, but I just see Doug holding two half sticks uh, about halfway of them, and he just could not finish them. And I just wish I got a picture because you look like you're hurting by that point. You know, I was I get, it was really rich, and it's not often I don't finish dessert. So we recommend, yeah, go get those and only $4. That's great. And then also in the World Show Place, they have the mac and cheese booth. Uh, They have the plain mac and cheese. I think a lobster mac and cheese, a buffalo chicken, and then Italian sausage and peppers. We ended up getting the uh, plain mac and cheese. uh, Really good portion, really good value. Uh, Got a champagne also with the dessert, which is perfect. Chocolate with champagne goes great. And then if... If you wanted to just go to World Showplace, you could probably have a great food and wine experience just by visiting just that one place because that they have the the, be, the best of where they have the 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 shepherd's pie from Ireland, right? The spanakopita from Greece, the pierogi from uh, Poland, and then I think they have the Bailey's milkshake from Ireland as well. And so, it's if you wanted to spend your all your time there you could get a good taste of, of food and wine. As well as being in air conditioning. Yeah, the Johnny Appleseed booth as well with all the different popcorn, candy corn things. And like a slushy, the caramel apple slushy, which might be the most sugar in a cup <laughs> you can physically fit. We got that last year, and I'm still fighting off the diabetes. <laughs> no lie. That was, that was, the, that was sweet. 
right, so we're towards the end of the food and wine booth. We did miss uh, Hawaii, but Hawaii, the pork slider at Hawaii is always yeah great. Yeah, can't miss there. Skip Canada, right? Cheddar cheese soup mm-hmm. fillet. Same. Yeah, it's. It, it, I'm glad they have it. It's not anything that I'm gonna get, right? I'm not gonna spend my money on, especially since the fillet is pretty expensive, and you just never know what kind of the part of the fillet you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. It's been hit and miss. I've gotten it a couple times. It's actually twice, and it's been hit and a miss. But it's still good. Worth trying. Obligated to stop in Canada. Then? I do. I do. This was actually a weird year because I was so full. That I, I didn't stop in Canada this year. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do stomach, the stomach kind of guided the tour. Also, our fault, Doug, for eating barbecue halfway in between food and wine, which we would not recommend on this show. You really wanted to eat at Regal Eagle because I, you hadn't been there yet. I did, and you probably heard about that in the show last week because I'm sure we talked about that, even though we're recording this before a post trip. So, yeah, things happen out of order sometimes. It does. Go. We have Alex here. That's why we got to do it. So. Uh, what are your overall thoughts with Food and Wine 2020? Um, less is more, right? And I guess, and you know, do your research, figure out what you're, you know, want to target. Uh, they have the favorites back, but you know, be adventurous. Pick some a couple things that that you wouldn't normally eat because it's it's just a couple of dollars. Uh, but definitely save the cake pops uh, for the end and ha- have that be a nice end to your uh, to your day. All right, Michelle, what do you think? 2020 food and wine. Yeah, I think um, it's a great way, like COVID way, to get around the parks because you're outside the whole time. Um, lots of spacing because the World Showcase is really large and um, just a good way to try a whole bunch of different new foods. I had fun. I ate a fork. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Doug wins. Doug wins this year. Yeah, the uh, fork booth that's coming next year at the Food and Wine at the special Rope Drop Radio Pavilion uh, outside the American Adventure. You can try that out. But honestly, I, this tiny little tip of a prong on a fork, just tiny. You will never live that down. We will be in Food and Wine 2030 doing this same trip report, and we'll bring that up, I'm sure. Well, hopefully you have enough socks by then. Touche. Well played. So honestly, though, I I was surprised at the low crowds. It was great and not a lot of drunk people, which is always great. And uh, I I thought it was really well done for being in the year that it was. Did we see one drunk person? Yeah, we did. We did at night, at dinner. We did end with uh, Spice Road Table for dinner. So we'll, we'll touch on that in the trip report. Yeah, so people are still, you know, having a few too many beverages. But overall, I was pre- pleasantly surprised. I-, I thought it was done really well. I thought Disney did a-, a lot better job than I thought they would. You know, dealing with the social distancing is a, it's a big topic right now. And I had a lot of fun and ate a lot of food. Yes, a lot of fun. All right, well... If you want to go to Food & Wine this year, you need to book a trip now. And Michelle, this is your moment to uh, kind of... Uh, you know, tell people how to book with you. Yeah, you can find me um, online. I am on Facebook, um, Rope Drop Queen, uh, facebook.com backslash Rope Drop Queen. Um, I'm on Twitter, Diz Twitter, uh, Diz Twitter, Diz, underst- Twitter. <laughs> Diz underscore Michelle. Um, and my email is in the show notes as well. So I would love to help you um, book a trip. Awesome. And we also have to thank our other sponsor who wasn't here this week, even though we did invite him, and he'll probably make fun of you for eating a fork. 
I'm sure he will. But that is Joe from BackToTheMouse.com. Go check out his website. Lots of great information about cruising, Disney, and Royal. And really great post about the pricing and how it changes from opening day to present day on the Disney Cruise Line. Another place to get a lot of good food and wine, Disney Cruise Line. So book those trips here for 2021. But we need to get back to our drinks here at Pop. And we have one more day here at the, uh, we're going to the Magic Kingdom tomorrow. So be looking for our trip report or listen last week to our trip report. But yeah, this has been great food and wine, wonderful experience. Thank you, Alex and Michelle, for joining us and, and touring with us. It's great. I think that's my biggest tip. Go with a lot of people so you can try more food and drink. Yes, you can share. You can share some food and beverage. Although in COVID world, maybe yeah, not we don't as share. Much. And you won't share a fork anymore. So there you go. Awesome. Well, for Alex and Michelle and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to this special episode live at Pop Century of Food and Wine at Epcot 2020.